Blog Talk Radio. Discover. Transform. Manifest. Welcome to Empowered Whole Being Radio, a safe and sacred place to discover and explore our unity. Hello and fellow <laughs> hello fellow empowerment seekers and welcome to our show today. We're very excited to have with us a special guest. If you haven't heard of uh, Dr. Sam Asmanagic's work in Bosnia with the Bosnian pyramids, then you're in for a treat because I came across this a year or so ago and was astounded and excited about the ramifications regarding this discovery. Um, Before I get into that, though, I want to just say that Rob will be joining us any moment. He called me from the road. He was traveling, and he's almost back to his home office, so he'll be joining us momentarily. We usually take a few minutes at the beginning of the show to talk about our What are the high points from the last couple of weeks since we were together on the show last time? And I wanted to um, share that during those last two weeks, some more information has come through regarding what we were talking about during that show, our um, blocking beliefs, confirmation of identity, or inner exploration information. And one of the things that, that... became more clear that I want to share with you all is we talked about the fact that um, experiences, events that occur here in the physical world are actually reflections or echoes of what we first transmitted energetically, unconsciously most often, and that we're manifesting 24-7. It's just that unaware, we're unaware of the fact that we're mostly manifesting from our fear-based thoughts and frequencies. So we talked about during that show that when uncomfortable experiences happen where we feel diminished in value, that by taking ownership of that as being something we first transmitted, which is how that happens, is how that works, we can shift from framing those events as a confirmation of who we are or who we're not and instead view them as information about what it is we are about to release, what what doesn't serve us anymore, seeing it as information. The thing I want to add to that is that when these events happen and and that we've co-created by our prior energetic transmissions and thoughts and feelings that when these when they manifest or when they present in the physical world it's also not an invitation to deep dive into those unworthy feelings into those um, diminishing feelings and experiences and then take them as validation of of who we are or are not. So it's not a confirmation. It's not an invitation. 
What it is, is information and a reflection. So if we can reframe in that context, you will then provide an opportunity and a space to feel more self-empowered. Because when we view these events as information and a reflection, not confirmation and invitation to deep dive into those feelings and focus upon them, we can shift our experience. Because quantum science, what you focus upon, expands. So let's keep that in mind. That's all I want to share about that. So um, today's show, Ancient Pyramids in Bosnia, Learn More from the Discoverer, Dr. Sam Asmanagich. Now, they do exist there, and he's done a lot of research, and I don't want to take a lot of time to talk about it right now because he's waiting here in the queue, and He'll explain it so much better, but I do want to talk about him um, and his work a little bit more before we go on. And, and that there's ten structures there. Ten. It's a whole. Um, I'd like to hear what his take is on it because his um, his PhD is in. Um, I have that in my notes here. Ancient. Um, uh, he's an anthropology professor, and his, um, I'm trying to find here, I have this written down. Oh, here it is. Um, he holds a doctorate in sociology of history. So he really has made it his life's work to study ancient civilizations. And, and one of the things he's been studying is the repetitive pattern of pyramids in these ancient civilizations. They're all over the world. And he'll talk more about that shortly. And I think this is something that's been of great interest to me because there is this pattern and it, it's significant. And he'll talk about the fact that pyramids are generators of energy. And I've also been aware of that and studied that in the past myself. So I do want to mention here at the beginning of the show that he has extended a special 10% discount to our listeners for any of his events that are offered on his official website. And to get that 10%, you just merely need to contact uh, Natasha um, at incoming, pardon, the email address is incoming at pyramidasunka.ba. And so if that information is on the show description, so if you are not sure about that, you can contact us. We'll get it to you. You can also um, email us directly. We'll be happy to send that to you. I'll spell it out later on in the show. Let's just, uh, we do in, encourage you to call in today with your questions and comments. I think it'll be really nice to have a nice community interaction here. So let's recap our last show. Blocking beliefs, confirmation of identity, or inner exploration information. If you haven't listened to that show, I recommend it. It has some great, you know, new insights and um, offers some new framing for our experiences here in the third dimension. And um, so check it out. So announcements. Nothing much that I want to announce today except that if you want to follow what's going on with Empowered Obing Foundation, if you like our Facebook page, then you'll be kept abreast of the events if you're wanting to follow the radio show. If you are on Blog Talk Radio and are on our website in Blog Talk Radio's um, 
community, you will see uh, a button to follow the show, a little gray button. And when you click on that button, there's like two questions to set you up as a listener. And then you'll receive emails not only of um, uh, announcing new coming shows, but also with the link to the replay. So I'm going to go ahead and just talk a little bit about our guest. He allows us to call him Dr. Sam, which is awesome. And he's uh, Bosnian-born, and he is a current resident in Houston, um, Texas. However, he is actually calling in from using Skype today. He is um, in Bosnia doing research right now, so we're really blessed to be have him on the show today and for him to take his time to join us and share his message. I think it's very important that everybody knows about this. As I mentioned before, he holds his doctorate in sociology of history, and his uh, Ph.D. thesis about the Mayan civilization was accepted by the University of Sarajevo. Um, he first discovered um, the ancient pyramid complex in, I'm probably not saying these words right, but Visoko, and in Bosnia, and and it was in 2005 when it and he'll share the story about that that he became aware of them and started you know asking questions what is this and then from that time period there are now these 10 structures the bosnian pyramid of the sun the pyramid of the moon pyramid of love pyramid of the dragon temple of mother earth and i'm not sure if i'm saying this right uh vratnikia tumulus Dolvia tumulus, Jinji tumulus, uh, uh, some tunnels, and a labyrinth. And he'll describe those more in, in more detail. He also has a nonprofit and non governmental archaeological park, the Bosnian Pyramid of the Sun. And it's a foundation set up to pursue the excavation and geo archaeological work there, which is very important. There are tours and things that he puts on, and this is another way that it funds the research. I certainly want to do at some point, maybe even take a group of people with us, Rob and I, which I think would be fascinating, and do a little research there of our own with energetics and the kind of work that I do, the energetic electromagnetic frequency work. Um, He teaches at the American University in Bosnia as an anthropology professor, and in particular, Bosnian megalithic sites. That's very fascinating. Um, the, let's see here. We he's presented his information um, in many different locations. Um, um, he lectures extensively and promotes this Valley of the Pyramids project and um, archaeological tourism in Bosnia. Eat from Egypt. He's been in Egypt and Jordan, to Malaysia, Canada, USA, China, United Kingdom, all over with his message. And I, and I. Anything we can do to support his work, I would really, I'm really about that. He's also a member of the um, Archaeological Society of Alexandria, which is very prestigious, as well as a foreign member of the Russian Academy of Natural Sciences in Moscow. That, too, is a very prestigious um, uh, organization. And, uh, Rob, you with us? I am. Hello. Yay. Hi, Rob. I was just going through and um, and filling in a little bit of uh, information before we brought Dr. Sam live. He has oh, such awesome. an extensive That's background so that I've, I've go, I have all my notes here because there's so much. 
Um, yeah. And I didn't even put everything in. I just wanted to hit the high points. So I also want to mention that he's authored 10 books about ancient civilizations, about the Mayan world, Peruvian, Mexico, Pacific, African, ancient European civilizations, and these all have been published in the United States, Turkey, Estonia, Croatia, Bosnia. So um, if you're interested in reading more about his work, then I certainly invite you to check out Barnes & Noble, Amazon, your local bookstore, whatever. Um, look up his name. You will find um, uh, all these books, and I'm sure they'll be of interest to you. So anything you want to add, Rob, before we bring Dr. Sam live? No, I just I think he's amazing. I get to, um I had the pleasure of uh hearing Dr. Sam uh um about a month ago at the Lake in the Pirate Expo and um yeah, he was w- one of the presenters and he was one of the presenters that I wanted to see. So I made time we all made time to clear our schedules and go listen to him and I'm so, so thankful because he has such a wealth of knowledge and he's it's so amazing and the research that he has done um so yeah, I was very excited to be able to share this and have him on today with our guests and our listeners. So yeah, oh, I could I, I could listen to him talk all day long. I know, yeah. I know, he's fascinating information. I want to add that um, Dr. Sam was kind enough to to share with us, which I have uploaded to our control board, a recording inside the Bosnian Pyramid of the Sun, and. Um, during the show today, we're going to play that recording, and it, I listened to part of it. It is amazing. It's so fascinating, and I'll uh, yeah. definitely defer to Dr. Sam to um, do the lead-in for that and describe and prepare us for what it is we're going to hear. So without further ado, how about we bring Dr. Sam live now? That's fantastic. Hello, guys. Uh, Hello. Thank you so much again for uh, joining us today and for sharing the audio file. I do have it uploaded on our control board and look forward to playing that a little later in the show when we get to a point where you can set up the information as to what this sound bite is really about. Okay, wonderful. I'm very happy to be with you guys today. Well, I've... (laughs) Like I said, there's so much information, Dr. Sam, about all of your amazing work and very profound work. And um, I just took a little bit of it to try to describe (laughs) some of it. So uh, normally in our shows, our listeners know we ask our our guests um, three questions. We kind of have three questions in which we um, base and our found, you know, the foundation for our interview. But today's show, we're not doing that. There's just so much information. We just want to um, give the mic to Dr. Sam. And um, if you have questions, please feel free to call in or type them in to chat. Um, mainly, we want to just give the podium to Dr. Sam so he can get the word out and share the information of his discoveries with more people because it's very important work. Does that work for everybody, Dr. Sam, everybody? Feel good about that? Yeah. Yes, I I agree with that. Uh, You know, I've been researching the ancient civilizations for the last few decades, and I have concluded that almost everything they teach us about the ancient history is wrong. The origin of man, civilizations, and pyramids. For pyramids, the 
tried to teach us that they are built only in two countries, Egypt and Mexico. And that's wrong. They are built all over the planet. We have 250 pyramids in the central Chinese province of Shanxi, 300 pyramids in Peru, tens of thousands of pyramids in Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, Salvador, Belize, 250 pyramids in the state of Illinois, Cahokia Mounds, they call them. He has pyramids on Canary Islands, Islands of Mauritius, Bolivia, Cambodia, Western Indonesia. They have them in Europe. The second thing they're teaching us wrong is that pyramids are built as tombs or pharaohs. And again, in the biggest Egyptian pyramids, there are no mummies, no pharaohs, no tombs. They are built much before the pharaonic civilization. Now, 10 years ago, after almost 20 years of pyramid research in the world, I came to a little Bosnian town of Visoko, 20 miles to the north from the capital city of Sarajevo. I came to visit the local museum. But then I saw the hill covering the town, covered by soil, vegetation, forest. But then I could clearly see four sides. And the sides were triangulars. And I could see the corners, four corners, and the same slope from the bottom to the top. Those four sides meeting at apex. Geometrically speaking, I saw a pyramid. I took a compass, and the compass showed me the sides perfectly aligned with the cardinal points, east, west, north, south. And I immediately knew that it was not a hill but an artificial structure covered by soil and vegetation after thousands of years. I saw similar examples in China, in Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras. So, I studied preliminary geological core drilling, archaeological trenches analysis. Everything I did the first year, 2005, telling me that we do have a construction. I wrote a book about the discovery of the first pyramids in Europe. I announced the news at the press conference in Sarajevo, and the story about the Bosnian pyramids started. I received 12,000 emails of support from all over the world, and I realized this is not a one-man show, but the cultural heritage that belongs to the world. In the last 10 years, the Bosnian Pyramid Project has become the most active archaeological site in the world. Every year, hundreds of volunteers, tens of experts, tens of thousands of visitors, leading media, they all come to the heart of Bosnia, and they join us supporting this project. And indeed, this project is bringing seven elements that will forever change our view of the ancient history. Number one, these are the first pyramids in Europe. Number two, they're the biggest, the largest on the planet. For example, the Bosnian Pyramid of the Sun is much bigger than the Great Pyramid of Egypt, which is about 470 feet. Bosnian, 722 feet. Number three, the orientation to the north 
is the most precise on the planet. So far we thought it was the great period of Egypt with the error of the periodic race in two minutes. And the Bosnian pyramid has an error of zero degrees, zero minutes, and only 12 seconds. Number four, below the soil, we are discovering rectangular or square blocks. We have analyzed them. They are so-called geopolymer concrete, artificially made concrete blocks. And these blocks are better quality than what we can make today. Hardness of our concrete are on the scale from 10 to 60 megapascals, and the Bosnian pyramid blocks are on the scale from 73 to 134 megapascals. The best quality blocks ever. The element number five, the age of the pyramid. Well, we know that what they teach us in school that everything started with Sumerians. Seven, eight thousand years ago in Babylon, Akka, Assyria, ancient Egypt, ancient India. But in this case, radiocarbon dating of organic material discovered between two layers of concrete block is taking us 34,000 years before present. The oldest pyramid of the The element number six, below the pyramid. We are discovering the most extensive prehistorical underground tunnel network. And element number seven, in those tunnels, we are finding huge ceramic blocks. Some of them reaching eight or even over 20 tons. These are the signs of very advanced technology. Technology of making ceramics in the ancient so those seven elements, whatever changes, what we knew about the ancient history. So the history books will have to be rewritten. Now, we recognize that there was a huge interest of the public for this project. On the other hand, archaeology is very conservative science. You cannot go like that to Egypt and start digging there. You have to be politically correct archaeologist professor same thing in Mexico or China. And a lot of secrets are being hidden from those sites. We said, well, the cultural heritage belongs to all of us. We are going to become the most open archaeological project. And really, in the last five years only, we have had over 2,000 volunteers from 62 countries and six continents non-professionals, but good intentional people who want to be a part of this history-changing process. They work under supervision of our archaeologists and geologists, and they've been discovering new stuff daily. So, never such enthusiasm in the world of archaeology. Now, the first five years of the project, 2005-2010, we have proven that we do have construction complex. We have the shape of the pyramid, we have concrete blocks, perfect vegetation, inner passageways, underground tunnels. Now the next question was, what was the purpose of the Bosnian pyramids? Archaeologists, geologists, anthropologists, Egyptologists could not help us. 
Nobody teaches them in schools about the true purpose of pyramid. We needed support from the experts in energy phenomena, the physicists, electrical engineers, sound engineers. In 2010, the physicist from Zagreb, Croatia, Sobodan Mizrat, detected and measured on the top of the Bosnian pyramid of the sun an energy beam electromagnetic in nature of frequency of 28 kHz, which was continuous and focused. Now, radius of 13 feet, small radius, Mother Nature does not make energy beams like this one. And then, that analysis was confirmed by Serbian electrical engineers three months later, Goran Marjanovic, and then by sound engineer from Finland, Heike Savalainen, and by anthropologist from Italy, Professor Paolo de Bertoli. When in the science, you have four independent teams who come at four different times with their own equipment, and they all get the same results, it is called independent international scientific verification of the phenomena. Which phenomena? this energy beam. Now, only machines can make beams like this one. So our conclusion was the Bosnian pyramid of the sun is not only a construction, but the largest energy machine that has been working continuously for 34,000 years, being the first perpetual motion machine on the planet. And then we measured another phenomenon, an ultrasound on the top of the Sun Pyramid in Bosnia. What we can hear is called sound on the range from 10 Hz to 20 kHz. Everything above 20 kHz is called ultrasound. Ultrasound we cannot hear, but we can measure it. And we've been measuring this ultrasound during all four seasons, winter, summer, and spring, and fall. And the way it sounds is like some type of the communication. So I would like to invite you now to have this ultrasound, which we converted to something that we can hear, 8 kilohertz. So let them decide what type of communication is. Shall I go ahead and activate the uh, audio sound, <clears throat> Dr. Sam? Yes. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Listen closely, everyone. measuring the strength 
of the signal. On the ground, 10 feet higher, and then another 10 feet higher. Every time we lift the antenna, the signal was getting stronger and stronger and stronger. This is very unusual because our technology, which we call Hertzian technology, works on the principle that closer to the source of the energy, the signal is stronger. You move away, it should be coming weaker and weaker. But since everything is upside down in this little country of Bosnia, our pyramids work differently. You move away, the signal is getting stronger. So let's call this non hertzian phenomenon, which we don't have in 21st century. But when you have this situation, the signal is getting stronger as it moves away from the pyramid and going to the universe. Theoretically, this signal, this electromagnetism and ultrasound, can go through the ionosphere around our planet, can go through our solar system, and then hit any other solar system in our galaxy. And then, theoretically again, you would be able to establish the energy bridge between two planets. And in that case, the pyramid is becoming a very powerful communication device. Because through this energy bridge, you would be able to send electromagnetic frequencies, and frequencies are nothing but information. So now, we are getting to the fact that the ancient builders of Bosnian pyramids were more advanced civilization than us. Because today, we are not able to communicate with such remote solar system in our galaxy. So now, we started understanding that pyramids have nothing to do with tombs, with one dead body, that one of king or pharaoh. They are built for the generations of living, the living communities. So communication was one possible use. What else? Well, we had noticed that we were able to measure very low electromagnetic frequency of 7.83 hertz, which is in science called the Schumann resonance. Everything resonates in the nature. Our planet resonates. The resonance of our planet was 7.83 until 1990. But after that, because of our technology and a lot of bad electromagnetism coming from computers and laptops and all our technology, TVs and so on, this frequency is getting higher and higher. Right now it's about 16 hertz. This is very bad because this high frequency attacks our brain waves. So it is like a pressure. We feel the stress. And guess what? In the Bosnian pyramids, in underground tunnels, we still have the original Schumann resonance, 7.83. People go to those tunnels, they sit around those big make a ceramic blocks, you ask them how they feel, they tell you, hey, we feel like we are at home. And indeed, they are at home because they are in the best energy field for us. So now, that was the second phenomenon. The third phenomenon, in those tunnels, and this network is huge, it runs for tens of miles with the chambers and passageways and the water tunnels and underground lakes. But the 
first civilization built all this underground world, the second one who came later, they filled up all the tunnels, they filled them up. So what we do now, we remove the filling material and we clean those tunnels, moving towards the pyramid. We have noticed that deeper we go, we breathe better and better. For example, people with asthma problems, they get inside, they breathe so good, when they get outside, they don't need those inhalators. They don't need, they don't need those air pumps anymore. People with the allergies, once they got out, allergies are gone. People with all kinds of pains, pains are gone. So now, we wanted to find scientific explanation of this phenomenon. The first thing we did, we measured the negative ions. As the medical science knows, negative ions raise the level of oxygen in our body. They remove, they clear the dust from the atmosphere, and they kill the viruses and bacteria. In your office and mine, very low concentration of negative ions, maybe 100 per cubic centimeter. We go outside to downtown, 400. We go in the village, 800. By the rivers, 1500. Uh, on the top of the mountains, in the forest, 4000. In Bosnian pyramid tunnels, 35 to 40,000 of negative ions per cubic centimeter, meaning somebody built an underground healing facility. And the second thing, besides the negative ions, when we live on the surface of our planet, we are exposed to the cosmic radiation. Some of those radiations are very harmful for us. And our body cells, they fight those radiations. You go to Bosnian pyramid tunnels, over 100 feet below the ground, no cosmic radiation. It means that our body cells can start doing their job. What is their job? To fix the problems in our body, to start the regeneration process, to start the self-healing process. So now we have introduced another dimension of this project, the healing aspect. So besides scientific aspects, we have energy, healing, and the fourth one, we have noticed people get inside the tunnels, they feel differently, they're becoming more spiritual. We have measured people's aura, bioenergy field, before they enter the tunnels and after they come back. We can notice in more than 85% of cases, the aura field was improved. With improved, expanded aura field, we can develop our spiritual senses and become more spiritual. So we are bringing the fourth aspect to this project. We realize in order to explain the Bosnian pyramids and most probably other oldest pyramids on the planet and most probably megalithic sites like Stonehenge in England, Karnak in France, Alestainar in Sweden, go back to Turkey in Turkey, we have to view them not only through interdisciplinary scientific realm, but also energy, spiritual, and healing. And then, and only then, we can understand how genius the ancient builders were. That is fascinating, Dr. Sam. I didn't um, 
know about the um, the expansion of the um, energetic field. Um, I have a, I would have another way of explaining that, but the fact that it would be supportive of of energetic communication, and then also the the part about um, the I the ions. Yeah, and uh, and and also blockage of the radiation. You know, um, my son is an avid backpacker, and I am too. And he recently went out into the wild. And when you're out there, there really isn't much in the way of um, EMF. You know, low uh, frequency radiation, all that kind of stuff, and he, when he came back, he he did complain of feeling like he had pressure in his head, and I we knew it was from being here with all of the cell you know uh, cell phones and technology and all of that. But hearing you talk about it as well, it just it just accentuates and punctuates how much we are being affected. The fact that the Earth the um, frequency rate has gone up from 7, you said, what, 16 hertz? 7.83 hertz is the original Schumann resonance. And Mm -hmm. by 1990, that was the only resonance on the planet, the best energy field, the best field Mm -hmm. for the energy flow through our chakras. But then by 94, it was already 8.5 steadily rising every year, 2013, 14.5, 2014, over 15 hertz. So, it acts, uh, it's affected our brain, because when we think, we generate the brain waves. And uh, some of us remember 30, 40 years ago, it was so much less pressure. We had smiles on our faces. It's different now. Now we have this pressure 24 hours a day. And it seems that the pyramid builders knew how to keep the best energy field on the planet. And uh, not only that, realize that the pyramid energy can improve the molecular structure of objects or living beings. For example, in those pyramid tunnels in Bosnia, we are finding water, some water canals. We have analyzed the water with the conventional methods, microbiological, chemical analysis. They show that there was no viruses or bacteria, so you could drink it easily. And then we sent it to Dr. Masaru Emoto in Japan. Unfortunately, he passed away a year, a year ago. And uh, what he did, he filmed the molecular structure of the Bosnian pyramid water and compare it to some other samples. And we know that if you take a sample of the contaminated lake or river water, it looks ugly. If you take a sample of water which has been exposed to a lot of insults, looks ugly. To bad music, heavy metal music, looks ugly. But if you expose it to classical music, Mozart or Beethoven, it looks beautiful. So, uh, 
when we had the Bargain Pyramid Water analyzed, it looked like beautiful hexagonal structure with mm. like a coarse crystal structure also because that water was energetically alive. It was a happy water. Water has a memory. If you expose it to good influence, then it is happy water. So now what's happening, this water vibrates at a higher level. So since the Bosnian pyramid water has been exposed to nothing but good stuff, the best electromagnetism, the best ultrasound, the best human resonance, the high concentration of negative ion, of course this water has to be good and healing water. So now we realize that one of the most, probably the most important source that we have of water that gives us life can be improved using the pyramid energy. The same thing goes with the food that we eat. You put the seeds into the pyramid and some other place, the seeds in the pyramid, they grow up to three times faster, quicker, richer. So the ancients knew that the pyramid is actually the most complex energy machine affecting in a very positive way all aspects of our lives. Water, food, communication, transportation, our health. And that's why it's so important to try to get some of that ancient knowledge back to our 21st century reality and to learn from that. Now, we wanted to find out how the ancients were getting the sources for the pyramid energy. And we found out at least four different sources. Number one, three labs told us that approximately 1.4 miles below the Bosnian Pyramid Sun has to be a huge iron plate. Why iron? Because iron generates electromagnetism. What the pyramid does, it sucks this electromagnetic energy, amplifying it. The second source of energy, a lot of underground water flows. When you have two parallel underground water at different depths, in between, electricity is generated. Number three, Water moves, releases the negative ions. And number four, natural magnetism. So pyramid is actually amplifying all different types of energy. And probably some more, but we still don't have a scientific instrument to measure them. For example, the organ energy, life energy, chi energy. We cannot measure it. We know that it exists. Ancients knew by making the pyramid shape, which is the most powerful geometrical shape when it comes to the energy, with the perfect orientation, they are getting the most powerful energy shape. And like you said, that ancient uh, energy, and I mean, all the research that you're doing and bringing forth to light, um, is only going to help us in the future. I mean, it just it just makes me so excited to see all the potential that the possibility for health and healing and just you know yeah the frequencies and the change of possibilities that we can bring people just through all this research and the stuff that you're finding out today is just amazing. I think it's very important that one 
non-profit, non-government foundation is running this project. This project is globally important. It's not just another archaeological discovery. This one is affecting everything, the global consciousness, healing yeah. aspect, spiritual aspect, and all others. But our advantage is that we actually run the project and we've been doing all the measurements, sample testing, lab analysis, radiocarbon dating, no secrets, no hidden or selected information. And when I'm looking at in the independent researchers in the past, it is like they have three veins. The first one started in 1960s with Eric von Däniken, the one who was showing and pointing different sites in the world, saying, hey, I mean, it cannot be explained by the official conservative mainstream scientific theories. But he was not a scientist. Then we have the second vein. In 1990s, people like Graham Hancock, or John Anthony West, or Robert Shaw, or the others, they were, David Hatcher Childress and the others, I mean, they were saying, hey, look at this side, look at the Easter Island stone heads, look at, you know, Egyptian pyramids, they are older than what they've been telling us, look at the other side. But they were also not using scientific tools, but today we have the third wave. We have Bosnian Pyramid Project, where we held scientific conference every year. In the last 10 years, we had five scientific conferences, 120 scientists from different scientific fields who are coming with very hard data about dating, about testing, about sampling. We have people in Western Indonesia, Dr. Danny Hillman, the guy who discovered a pyramid in Indonesian jungles in Java, 23,000 years old. A lot of obstacles from mainstream archaeologists over there, but he's showing, hey, the history of this island is much, much older. We have people like Michael Tellinger of South Africa, who's been proving that there are thousands of megalithic circles on African soil, and he's been doing some energy measurements, measurements of energy properties. So, we've been using scientific tools and we are independent, which is very important, because in the mainstream science, the main thing is fear. You are afraid of your bosses, of your manager, of your project management, of your deans, of your rectors, of your directors. But in our case, we are not afraid of the truth. We are the ones who actually change the books of history. And I think projects like this one do deserve support. In our case, in Bosnia, we've been attacked by the cultural establishment. Because of Bosnia, archaeologists, geologists, museum curators, historians, and then by European Archaeological Association, by professors from Germany, France, United Kingdom, United States, Dr. Zahi Havas, Egyptologist from Cairo, they all wanted to stop this project. They were writing petitions to Bosnian government. Fortunately, those petitions were rejected because the Bosnian government saw, first, scientific advancement, and secondly, they saw a lot of tourists coming to those sites, supporting us, and they've been happy to work there. Unfortunately, Bosnia is a very poor country, no money for the cultural heritage excavation. Even the National Museum in Bosnia is closed because politicians don't care about them, the past. But thanks to our supporter, thanks to the 
juries who come and visit, you know, they charge a little bit and to see at the site, a few books, DVDs. So they are able to cover some basic expenses. And this is a huge project. I mean, imagine tensor miles of underground tunnels. Imagine the largest building on the planet covered by four feet of soil and vegetation. And everything you do, you have to do manually. Slowly, this is archaeology. You cannot just bring bulldozers and uh, remove the soil. So it's a very slow process. But I think it's becoming the most exciting project, not only in the world of archaeology, but in the world of science. When they admitted me in 2007 as a foreign member of distinguished Russian Academy of National Sciences, and there are dozens of Nobel Prize winners. They said that uh, this is not only one of the biggest archaeological discoveries in the last century, but one of the biggest ones in the scientific world. I agree. I do. I really agree. And I and I applaud you and commend you for keeping it open yeah. and unbiased, neutral. Because how are we going to discover the truth if we overlay preconceived ideas and filters of beliefs, which was what happened with the Sumerian clay tablets for for decades, because each translator wanted to bend the translations to their own religious belief system. And it wasn't until Zachariah Sitchin came through and did it from a place of neutrality that all that information came was available for us to be aware that civilizations have been on this planet from other locations um, for centuries, for millennia. And a lot's been going on here that, um, that we aren't even aware of in our current sense of our history. Um, we have these stories of Atlantis and Lemuria. They've been passed down. Uh, I firmly believe they existed. And who knows, you know, perhaps the the shape of our continents, of our Earth, and what was exposed before and after Ice Ages. We don't know for sure. And a lot of the science, quote-unquote science, that is available to the common masses has been filtered. And and nowadays I I again, like I say, I commend you and want to do everything I can to support you in your work because we the truth is important. And like you said, there in this research there is the, the opportunity and possibility of finding um solutions to our own uh, sustainable future and greater health of people and planet that have never been thought of before. I agree. They've been telling us that our civilization, the history of advanced fact, is about seven, eight thousand years. However, this is just the last civilizational cycle. Before this one, there was another one which ended twelve thousand years ago in a global catastrophe. Mm-hmm. For that one was another one, 18,000 years ago, intended. 
another one 55,000, another one 75,000 years ago. Yeah, so remember the valley, the Indus, the Indus Valley, right? Exactly. That, so, they don't even understand. Yeah. They have found all of these evidence of windows and, and electrical, um, uh, like electricity had been there, um, all of these different things, but and but they and they also the radiation from the you know the atomic blast that it kind of gets pushed underneath the rug because they can't explain it. It challenges everything that's in the history books, and yet it's really a window into better understanding what our planet and who's been here before and what information they can share, you know, by our research for us today. Correct. So, when it comes to humanity only, there are at least five civilization cycles. But then, obviously, there are other influences. I mean, you go to South Africa, you know, gold mine. I mean, it's been there for over 200,000 years. Longer than uh, what Homo sapiens sapiens, you know, being uh, among us. So, now you realize, hey, there are physical evidences very advanced life forms on this planet. Even uh, places like eastern Lebanon, Albeck, with the shaped blocks of 1,250 tons, that telling us that more advanced civilizations were indeed on this planet. And with our technology, until 15 years ago, we could move the biggest crane only 350 tons. So we don't actually need we don't need to go metaphysical to prove that there are more advanced civilizations. However, exactly. I, think of, I think the future of science is not only uh, in physical science, the one that is uh, uh, based on five physical senses. I think it's in the combination of physical and spiritual science. The problem with the physical scientists is when they come to the world, they don't have creativity, they don't know what to do next, they don't have they don't have hints from spiritual realm. On the other hand, spiritual science is not a science yet because it does not have scientific methodology. How we can verify so many channeling and channels? We can say, oh, okay, I'm channeling information from Pleiades, from Orion, from here, from there. I expect everyone but if you can find a way to verify those information, for example, have five or six people who can channel similar or same information, and you can say, yes, there is a great probability that those information are true. So we need to uh, have a scientific methodology in the spiritual science. So once we have those two combined, the physical scientists can get hints from spiritual science. For example, uh, in the Bosnian project, one of my books uh, is called, uh, it's, it's about an experiment I did with the Kashyyyk record readers. It's called uh, The Ancient History from Behind the Way. What I did, I spoke to six Akashic record readers. Akasha, of course, is the notion that there is a spiritual library with all the knowledge about our planetary past and the future. So I spoke to six of them. I applied scientific protocols, never told them what I was going to ask them. They didn't know each other. They didn't know me. I asked them questions about different archaeological sites, Machu Picchu in Peru, Tepe in Turkey, pyramids in China, Bosnia, Mexico, Egypt, and so on. And, for example, I was getting some very valuable information about energy properties of pyramids, 
about the underground tunnels, not only about one level where we are at right now, they are talking about several lower levels of underground tunnels. So this way you are getting some hints, some very good ideas about which way to go in your research. So I think that's the way where the future, uh, you know, should bring us, you know, the science, the combination of physical and spiritual science. It's happening. It is. Look at Nassim Harim, you know, um, his work. He's he's more and more as a as a quantum physicist, combining, um, as you said, physical sciences with spiritual science. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, how can you separate it? It isn't separated. We're all fields of electromagnetic energy. Everything is. So. Correct. I agree with you. Finding a way to combine and acknowledge all of it is going to really bring us the answers we're seeking. Unfortunately, we're down to three minutes of the show, Dr. Sam. <laughs> it's It's been fascinating, and we are ever so grateful that um, you agreed to join us today. We didn't even uh, have a time to uh, invite people to call in. What I think we'll do is sometime in the future invite you back. Would you be willing to come back and share with us your updates? Of course. Fantastic. And maybe what we'll do is schedule a longer show next time so we can take questions. If um, people, you know, want to dialogue with us and ask more about your tours and things of that nature. Um, There was just so much information coming that I didn't want to stop you at all. <laughs> and, and I know that you have a wealth uh, even more. I mean, this is probably the very tip of the iceberg, so to speak. So thank you again so much. And um, I want to um, again mention that listeners of our, of today's show, if you reach out to, uh, it's is it Natasha? That's how you say her name? Yeah, Natasha is, uh, is our uh who can help with the tours. Now, our official, now, about Bosnian Pyramid, there are six, seven uh, sites, but only one is official website, and that's bosnianpyramid.org, O-R-G, bosnianpyramid.org. And over there you can find all the info about our site, about our research, about the impression of the visit, impressions of the visitors, but also some of our travel packages. What we do, we organize tours, Spring Equinox, Summer Solstice, next year we're going to have a conference in September with one of the leading experts in the field. So people come, they have different experience. This is not a, a tourist you know, a tour. I mean, people come, they feel the place, they activate all their spiritual senses, physical senses also. They explore different megalithic sites, spiritual sites in Bosnia, even the stone spheres park in Bosnia, and of course pyramids and the tunnels, people come because of the healing aspects also. So it's fascinating too, a little country in southern Europe, but so much to see. And of course, I always invite people to come, not only as visitors, but also as volunteers, we have a volunteer program also, June, July, August, September, as researchers, people dealing with all kinds of research, we can use their work and as media, because we need to promote this site and these values coming from this research. 
So let's um, let's uh, say your your website one more time. Bosnian Pyramid. One more. Bosnian Pyramid. Dot org. O r g. Dot org. Perfect. I would recommend going to his website. Uh, you'll find a lot of information about the tours and volunteer um, support. That what an amazing experience! If you're at all interested in understanding uh, in greater uh, sense, uh, not only this amazing complex of the oldest pyramids on the planet, but also um, to have a better understanding of the energetic experiences there, but to go and actually help support the research and the and the, um, the the archaeological dig. So reach out to uh, Dr. Sam through his website. The, the tours are there. If you mention that you heard about him on the Empowered Old Being radio show, he is so uh, graciously offered a 10% discount. And to receive that, you do need to mention the Empowered Old Being radio show. Thank you again, uh, Rob and Dr. Sam, our listeners. And um, we're right. At, we're already at the end of our show. We're actually running a little over, so I'm just going to go ahead and say <laughs> thank you so much. And until we're together again in two weeks, may joy be with you. This has been Empowered Whole Being Radio. Thank you for joining us. On-demand episodes are available at empoweredwholebeing.com. Until next time, joy to you.